Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Remember to visit our website at www.revivalministry.co.za where you can sign up to receive more of these powerful messages. The Lord gave me a fresh word as I saw him this week and um, I'm so honored to share with you the word. I want to ask you to open your hearts and the ears of your heart to hear what the Lord is saying to us as a body. And um, allow him to touch your heart today. The word says that the spirit will come and when he comes, he will convict us. And he will convince us with demonstration. So the Holy Spirit is the one that convicts us and uh, convinces us. And there's a demonstration of his spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, right? I just feel so free this morning. So free in the spirit. And I'm so excited to share with you the word. quiet in this church. This body carries a promise that we will always carry God's presence and that we will always ride on the wave of revival. We will always as a body carry God's presence and we will ride the waves of revival. Who of you know where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom in his presence, his fullness of joy at his right hand, there is pleasures forevermore. And we have the privilege to sit in that, to worship in that, and experience His presence as that changes and transforms our life. As I was sitting, preparing just the message for today, I had a question on my heart. And the question was, how do I live a life that pleases the Lord? How do I live a life that pleases the Lord? How do I live a life that does not quench the Holy Spirit does not grieve the Holy Spirit. How do I live a life where I appropriate? It's a good word. Where I, where I appropriate the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. How do I live this life to the full? How do I please the Lord? Has that been a question to you? How do we please our Father in heaven? How do we do that? And I felt the Lord speak to my heart and he said to me, it's by the little things. It's by the little things. And then as I I just looked into the word about the little things, the Lord just opened it up to me and he said, son, it's actually simple to please me. It's it's doing the little things. We've had uh, discussions this week around the table um, with our children. And and the question was to them, "How how do you please your dad? And, and me, I just said, just, just listen to them. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's, that's good. Just listen to them. I, my wife would sometimes just say, just, just listen. You know? she, she won't shout, but it will be clear. Just, just do what I tell you to do. It's simple. Just be obedient. And it's really in the little things. But it's also the little things that, um, that causes us to miss the mark. The little things. The word speaks about so much about the little foxes, the little leaven, the little things, a little anger, a little frustration. Help me out, guys. A little what? A little distraction. 
What is the little things? A little doubt. A little doubt. (laughs) A little fly. A little fly in your soup. Who's going to eat the soup with a little fly? Or two little flies or three little flies? And the word says that the, the, the little folly, the little things in our life is like flies in the ointment. There's a vessel that the Lord has cleansed. <laughs> and he says the anointing that's within, it's the little fly that makes this odor to be felt. So it's not, it's not those big things that we do or do not for the Lord, but it's taking out the little things. <laughs> the little things, the little things, the little foxes in our life. When I jump to the end, it says, take for us the little foxes. Lord, take for us the little foxes. When he touches your heart, you fervently sing, take for us the little foxes because it's the little things that is withholding me from intimacy with my marriage, with our marriage. It's the little things, right? It's the little things you say. It's the little things you don't say, right? With our children, it's the little things that we get wrong. It's the little things we get right in business, In business, you do the little things right, and there's success. Isn't that true? In in, in business, there's there's some people that just do the little extra, and they're successful. So you guys get what I'm saying. So there's three areas about the little things. One is faith, one is obedience, and one is covenant. Faith is... Hebrews 11.6 says it's impossible to please God without faith. So that's, I mean, that's there. That's pretty straightforward. It's impossible to please God without faith. So we need faith. But faith is not the problem. Jesus said if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. Who have seen a mustard seed? Is it small? It's tiny. The Lord said, if you have faith as much as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Okay, who has faith as small as a mustard seed? Let me see your hand. Next question. Who has has moved the mountain of human obstacle? There's some of you that have moved mountains. There's some of you that have moved mountains of sickness, mountains of doubt, mountains of depression. Mountains of unbelief. There is some of us that has used your faith, and you have moved mountains, especially for your children. I don't know how it works, but when it comes to our children, we just activate so much faith. So much faith. (laughs) So much faith. So, James comes along and he says that When you come to the Lord, it must be in faith, but do not doubt, for the one who doubts is like a wave tossed in the sea. And then it speaks about that person that doubts, that he will receive nothing from the Lord, nothing that you ask for because of a little doubt. So faith is not the, the problem, it's the little fly of doubt that is in the soup. 
<laughs> this man's enjoying the soup. <laughs> How do you get the doubt out? By having a prayer life, by praying. The longer you pray, the more the doubt goes out of your life. Your prayer life, your real life, is a reflection of your prayer life. You remove the doubt by spending time with the Lord, by praying, praying about your work, praying about the things that you worry about. My daughter said on table, worry helps nothing, and it doesn't. Prayer does, faith does. That's why the Word of God says, do not worry about anything. And then he goes on, he says, in all things with prayer and supplication, make your request known to the Lord. And then what happens? The peace of God comes. And it does what? It guards your heart and your mind. So when you worry, where do you need to go? Either to church <laughs> or go and pray. And, and, and do the word. Do not worry about anything, but in all things pray. And make it known to the Lord what you are worrying about and allow him to come in his presence and give you that peace. So it's the little doubt in your prayer life, the little doubt in your faith. The second one is obedience. And Galatians 6 verse 7 says, Continuous, you know this one. It says God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Proverbs 18.21 says, Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and you will eat the fruit of that. It gets interesting. James 3 verse 6 speaks about the tongue being a fire. The tongue being a fire, and who can tame it? And then the Lord says through his word, it's the same tongue that we use to Worship him and bless him is the same tongue we use to curse those who have been made in his image. The same tongue I stand here and worship the Lord is the same tongue I come to my wife with. Used to. She's up front here to, if if I say anything wrong, she's going to jump up and say that's false. So she's here for a reason, but... That's the reality of it. I was, um, I was in a conversation, and, and um, I was in a few conversations this December, and um, I'm not going to say I was tempted into a certain discussion, but there was a discussion about others, and I thought to give my opinion, because my opinion counts, right? <laughs> and... Um, a little gossip, little gossip, a little slander, just a little idle words. Just what I thought this morning. When you say, I don't want to gossip, but you're going to gossip, so that's a sign. <laughs> so rather stop there. I don't want to but... And, and I don't stand before you, well, I'm holy today. The Lord has forgiven me. But we've, we, we were in discussions about others, and I was convicted in my heart that I grieved the Holy Spirit through my little tongue. And my 
perception of speaking out against others, the little, the little slander. And I sat before the Lord and he was silent. Yeah, I got a, I got a fright. I said, Lord, if you're silent, I'm in trouble. And I sat there, it was early morning. I said to the Lord, Lord, is this uh, enemy's uh, suppression upon me? Do I need to break something, sing something, or is this, is this you? Is, is, but you know when you, you know actually it's you. <laughs> I said, Lord, is this outside of me that I should now you know, do what I know to do? Or is this, is this me? And I got quiet. I said, and I said this word. I said, Holy Spirit, that I offend you. That I quench your spirit. That I hurt you. And he didn't speak to me, but I knew, I knew I did. And I sat there, I literally sat there for two hours, and I, and I asked the Lord for forgiveness, and he showed me conversations I was in, where I allowed my opinion about others, where I allowed the same mouth that worships the Lord, the same mouth that curses, and, and, and the same mouth that speaks death, and idle words over other people. Anyway, the Lord is gracious, as you all know, and, and um, he's, he's faithful. And um, I didn't know what to say anymore, and I thought, let me go for a run. I think if Daniel was here, he would have said, running solves most things. Jesus and running. But I went for a run, and as soon as I left the house, I just felt, I felt the lift, and I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I knew... I was, I was forgiven, but I also knew I need, to, I need to put a guard. I need to be careful for the little things that I tend to say. So speaking about obedience, a friend of mine said these words, if we judge, we lose our judgment. The Word of God says, do not judge. If we judge, I lose my true judgment and discernment, and I can no longer see. My wife loves to say, and it's a true saying, you cannot love and judge. You cannot love and judge. When you judge, you lose your judgment. This is a true saying that sometimes when you say nothing, you say the most. Sometimes you just need to keep quiet. That's when you say the most. Okay. Obedient, the little things. So the question was, how do I live a life that pleases the Lord? By the little things. Take out the little things in your life. And I trust the Lord that as I'm speaking, because I've asked him for that, that he would convict your heart of the little things. There's so much to share about the little things. But I trust that as I speak, and I know that to be true, that the Holy Spirit will convict your heart about your little things. That we need to, and we're going to take a time and we're going to write that down. And we're going to trust the Lord to, to deal with it. To take it out of us. But we'll get there. Are you excited for that? <laughs> the little foxes are coming out. The last one is covenant. So we spoke about faith, 
obedience and covenant. The question for my heart was, Lord, how do I live a life that pleases you more? Is there anyone else that desires that to ask the Lord, Lord, how do I serve you better? How do I please you more? There's nothing, there's nothing that gives me joy, more joy when I feel my father's happy. Right? You, you just get that sense, daddy's happy and he's proud of me. And, and that's what I'm after. I'm after more of that. And obviously the, the inverse is the same, that you walk in that prayer room and, and your head's down and you know um, you've missed it. And, um, but the Lord is gracious and the Lord is faithful. Covenant, Psalm 50 verse 5. Let's quickly go there. Psalm 50 verse 5. <clears throat> This is something I received. I was, um, I, was, I was riding with my family on a bike, and, and I, took, I took an extra hour, and I told Julian, I'm just going to spend some time in prayer. And I just prayed, and I gave the Lord thanks, and I just gave him thanks. And when I was close at home, he spoke to me, and he said, I'm a God of covenant. He just spoke those words, I am a God of covenant. And I thought, yes, Lord, you are. You are a God of covenant. Who of you are sitting here in covenant today? Raise your hand. If you are married, you're sitting in covenant with the Lord. You have made a covenant before God and before man, right? Why did you make a covenant? Because you're serious about it, right? It's a, it's a quite, it's, it's a strong decision. Who of, you are, who of you are sitting in covenant additional to your marriage covenant? Some of you. Yeah. Some of you. Listen to what the Psalm 50 verse 5 says. It says, um, Gather together to me my saints, those who have found grace in my sight, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Let me tell you today, I stand in covenant with the Lord, not just with my marriage. I think my marriage was my first covenant with the Lord. And what did we say? I will love you forever. Say again. Till death do us part. Who said that? I will love you and take care of you. We need to renew the vows because um, Lamb hasn't started yet. But um, we stand in covenant with one another. And the Lord has convicted my heart last year to to actually reprimand me and to tell me, I don't know those of you who were in Lamb, but to stop playing around with the word divorce while I've got a covenant with God. And do not make it a light thing. And get that thing out of your, out of your marriage covenant. And we'll talk more about that on Mondays, but I stand in covenant with the Lord. Haven't been always, but... Um, We've grown in that. And, and I believe the Lord takes you to certain places in your life where you need to make certain decisions. I believe that. I believe with all my heart as you walk with the Lord, as you walk in 
what's the word? In sanctification. As the Lord cleanses you, he brings you to certain places where you need to make certain decisions. Sometimes I feel like my wife has been working with the Lord. And I think she has. She and my mother has been praying secretly. But the Lord brings you to certain places where you need to make a decision. That's what I've seen in my life. If I read the Bible, I see the Lord takes great men to certain places and they need to make certain decisions. A decision so strong, it's called a covenant. It's a decisive dedication. It's a strong, strong decision. Why do I stand in covenant with my wife? Because I'm convicted that this will be my wife till death do us part. And by the grace of God... That'll not happen. So here's a story of, of my holiness. Um, we were doing business. Some of you know the story. And I was contemplating the guy who wanted the deal. He wanted, it wasn't a bribe. It was a, a kickback. It was a marketing fee. It was a, what's the other word for? What's the hidden word? Other hidden word for bribe? Commission. Commission. But it's a this, it's like a this commission. It's not a commission, it's a commission. And it was a big deal. And I prayed about it and I told the Lord how big it is. And I told him how many families are involved. And he understood and he no, he didn't understand. And um I saw a lot of people through that process, and it's a big deal, guys. It, it, it literally gives 400 families food and, and provision, and, and that was all in my mind that we cannot lose this. And I was contemplating in my mind what to do, and I saw a lot of godly men or men in my life, and um, they said to me, you're too holy to do business. That's how it works. But I didn't have peace in my heart. I didn't, it didn't sit well. To do, to do that, but I, I, I actually, and I say I, I decided I'm going to do it because that's the way these deals work. If you don't do it like that, then you're not going to get it. So I thought, you know what, let's do the deal. I'll ask for forgiveness later, right? <laughs> and the Lord is, the, the next day we were going to close the deal, and I went to sleep thinking, yes, Okay, but I, I knew I didn't have peace. I knew, I knew that I knew that I know that I know that I knew there's something wrong. God is not on this. He's not with me in this deal. But sometimes the amount blinds us. Sometimes the, the justification, and I've seen that, the, the peace in your heart, the lack of peace shows up, but then you take this mountain of justification and you place it on top of that lack of peace, and you say, well, there we go. Well, we'll find the peace again. And, and, we, and, and we just continue. That night, I had a dream. And in the dream, I'm walking with a friend. I don't know if it was Jolene. It was another guy. But definitely wasn't Jolene. And um, in the dream, I'm telling this friend we are looking for the leopard. We're looking for the leopard. And... Um, and we're walking on this farm, and I'm looking for the leopard. Who of you would walk with me to look for a leopard on, on, on your feet? 
And the voice of the Lord came to me in my dream and he said to me, you are on dangerous ground, my son. And you know what I did? I ignored him. I ignored him. I heard him and I ignored him and I kept walking. And then the next moment I saw the leopard. And I thought, oh, oh. And I turned and when I saw the leopard, the leopard looked at me and he looked hungry. (laughs) And he started coming and I started running and my friend went up a tree and I went up another tree. But the tree I knew... It's too low. He's going to get me. And I, I knew I had to jump. And I jumped and I missed the tree my friend was in. And I knew if I hit the ground, that's it. And I hit the ground and I woke up. And like, you're like, <laughs> you know, you're still alive. Another day. But I knew the Lord was speaking to me. I don't know what time it was. I woke my, my wife up. I said, hey, come. Now, now I'm crying before the Lord because he has showed me my heart has shifted the little, just a little to the left. Just a, not a big thing, not a, just little to the left. And I woke my wife, I told her the dream, but the fear of God was so upon me. I was so aware of his grace because I was ready to make a, a decision and by his grace and love, he just he showed me for where my heart has drifted to. And we took out all our, all our business cards and put them on the table. And um, we repented. I repented. Jolene repented. And um, we just said, Lord, forgive us for shifting. We want to walk in righteousness. We are called to walk in integrity. And the Lord gave us a scripture that day, Proverbs 28, verse 1. Proverbs 28, 1. It says the following, and and listen to what the word says in connection with my dream. It says, the wicked flee when no man pursues them. But the uncompromisingly righteous are bold as lions. The uncompromisingly righteous is as bold as a lion. And we took the scripture, this was, this was beginning last year, and we said, Lord, this will be our scripture concerning our hands, concerning the way we do business, concerning the way we handle finance. And we, we're in covenant with the Lord. I'm, I'm sharing you now secret things of my life today. And I trust that the Holy Spirit would speak to you, whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to, I just hope it can help you. This is my small story, but it, it wasn't that small. So there's a covenant with my hands towards the Lord. My, my wife and I, we stand in covenant in marriage, but we also stand in covenant concerning our hands. Job 31 verse 1. Who of you know that scripture off by heart? If you do, you've probably made a covenant. Job 31 verse 1. This is Job speaking. Job was a man that the Lord said, Have you observed my servant Job? Have you seen how blameless he is in his sight? So the Lord is boasting on Job. And then Job gives us a little insight in Job 31 of the covenant that Job is walking in concerning his eyes. You guys there? It says the following, I dedicated a covenant... An agreement to my eyes. 
Who of you have got an agreement with your eyes? Anyone? Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. He then goes on, he says, How then could I look lustfully upon a girl? I have a covenant towards the Lord concerning my eyes. Job's got a covenant concerning, I know some of you, you have made a covenant concerning, you have made an agreement concerning your eyes. It's the little things that spoil. It's the little leaven, the little look. No, it's still. But it's not just the men. It's all of us. It's, 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 it's the little comparison, the little jealousy, the little, I wish I could look like her. Just the little thing that, that spoils the anointing that's within us. The Lord has cleansed us by his blood, but there's stuff that we still tolerate within us. There's stuff that we still allow in our everyday walk. There's stuff we allow in our imagination. There's stuff that we allow when we go to sleep. We allow that. We have not made a decision to say, no more. There's many mountains, there's many altars. Every time I see an altar somewhere, I know someone, someone, the Lord says, um, what does the Lord say? He says, come to me, and then he says, what's the word, talk with me, or not wrestle with me, Jacob did that, but reason with me. So I look at these altars that's witnesses, there's lines in sands, there's certain things up, it's, that's a person that has reasoned with the Lord, concerning a certain thing in his life. I'm not here to preach at you, although I am. But you figure it out. If there's stuff in your life that is causing strife and misery and heartache, that's your decision. I'm here to provoke you to action. And hopefully that the Holy Spirit convict you of things that needs to shift in your life. Little things. Little things that needs to go. I hope it's not too heavy. When I received it, it wasn't this heavy. <laughs> but it's the truth. And the Lord said to me, I said, Lord, this is my life. So I cannot share much else without authority because this is what we walk out. This is, and my wife is here, and I'm glad she's not up yet. But we walk this, and we strive for this. And the Lord calls you to certain places. I am thankful to my wife that has brought me to certain places and told me to choose. I am thankful that I listened. I, didn't, I wasn't at the time. I was actually not at all thankful at times. Thank you, Um Ed. Job twenty two twenty eight. Job twenty two twenty eight. This is a powerful scripture. And we're going to use the scripture today, and it, and it says the following, You shall decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established for you, and the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. There's nothing more powerful when we make a decision, men and women. When you, you decide something, but you also declare it. So there's a declaration that goes forth. It's not a secret that 
This is the way I live. It's a declaration to all, this is the way I live. This is the way I live with my eyes. This is the way I live with my hands. This is the way I live with my mouth. This is my declaration. And then it says, it shall be established. Wow. (laughs) And the light of God's favor will shine upon that decision. What does that speak of? God's grace upon your decision, which means God's power to actually live that which you are speaking. So there is power in deciding something and declaring something. And we're going to do that today. Last story, my, my daughter had a problem with lying. I asked her last night, can, we, can I use this? She, it just came. It just came easily. <laughs> it, it was a first response. And we saw it at an early age. And um, I remember we prayed. And, and I think the night was, I prayed in Afrikaans. I said, help us with the yakels. And then Mia said, she said, Daddy, it's near Yakos, and I said, Yokels. They say Yokels. And, and we had that thing for probably three years where we saw this Yokels. What's the English lying jackal? A lying, lying jackal. And, and we, we hit this thing. We hit this thing. And, and I told them, Mia, what happens if a small jackal gets fed? What happens to that small jackal? It's tame, it's nice, it's cute, it makes a nice sound. You feed that jackal, you feed that fox, but guess what happens when you feed it? It grows to be, uh, someone say fat, <laughs> a big yokels, a big jackal. It's the little things, a little compromise, a little anger, a little strife. The little things we allow, the little foxes in our life that spoil the vineyard. It's the little things. And, and we feed these little things until they're big. And now, now this thing has kind of got a mind of its own. And this thing is not so cute anymore. This thing keeps me out of sleep at night. This thing makes me not to have peace. This, this thing causes me to be fearful most of the time, live in anxiety. Because I'm feeding this. So we need to kill the foxes. God needs to kill the foxes. Or the little foxes. Okay, who's got big? No, I'm joking. You don't need to. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter big or small. We need to get them out. We need God's grace and his anointing to deliver us. I think the word that has been spoken today over and over through, through the music that is delivering us out of Egypt. He's taking us out of a place. This morning, the Lord gave me such a strong word about his lifting his rod over the Red Sea, like he did in Egypt. And that's how he took the people out. And I believe that's the word for today, that he will break the yoke of slavery upon our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. And he will lift the burdens off our shoulders. Guys, I have cried out to the Lord. I said, Lord, I'm tired to be vexed by the enemy. I am tired to not have rest because of little foxes that I've allowed in my life. I have yearned to the Lord to set me free. And he has. 
because that's his work. He sets us free. He delivers us. That which you cannot deliver yourself from. So, you know, you get to a place where you actually give up and you say, you know what, I've tried everything to get rid of the little foxes in my life. But then the word says, you touched my heart. So I want to end with that. Song of Songs 2 verse 15. Shauna, you can... You want to sit or you want to... Okay. Song of Songs 2 verse 15 and listen to these words. It says here, my heart was touched. And in response, it says, I fervently sang. And what was the song? Take away for us the little foxes. For it's the little foxes that spoil the vineyard. So I want to... I want to ask you to take a piece of paper or your, or your phone. And we're going we're gonna to apply this word. We're going to be doers of the word. And I feel to do this in obedience. And what this is, it's maybe a rededication of, of, of a conviction. Maybe you have been convicted back in your life where you walked in certain glory and you have let go of those convictions. Maybe it's a rededication of covenant. Things that you have decided. Listen to this. I came into this year realizing that the things that I took a lifetime to conquer, I'm actually contemplating to make part of my life again. You guys hear that? The things that I fasted and prayed for on mountains and and cried out to the Lord in time of need, to deliver me so that I can have joy and peace and all of the good stuff that the word speaks about, the Lord has delivered me from that. He is faithful. Because as we draw near to him, he draws near to us and he delivers us of all our enemies. But now you come to a place where you're contemplating to make that part of your life again. Something that you have literally fought your whole life with. So I share with you my story and I, my hope and my belief and my faith is that the Holy Spirit spoke to your heart. And right there where you're sitting, I want you to write down what he's saying to you. I'm not here to condemn you, to judge you, to shame you. I trust the Holy Spirit convicts you through his word. For his word says that everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. He sees every heart here today. He sees your struggles. He sees your secrets. It is not a secret to the Lord, for there's no secrets with the Lord. I want you to write that down right now. Take take your phone. Take a pen. Let's activate this word right now. Write that down. What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? What is the little fox that needs to go? What is the fly and the ointment that needs to go? What have you you been tolerating in your life that needs to go? Write that down. There's power. There's power this morning, let me tell you. You've you've maybe tried, but take take another step of faith this morning. The Lord said He'll break the yokes. He'll lift the burdens. And I trust Him for that this morning. The Lord is faithful. If the Lord's spoken a word, He's faithful. To show that word strong. Write it down. 
write it down. The little foxes, the big foxes, the little things you allow in your life that needs to go. Write that down. Today we're having church. Just going to take a moment. If you've got nothing, then praise God, then you are free. Then, then you are delivered. Then, then I praise God for your situation of your life. You should be laughing the whole day long then. You should be celebrating. But if you are not, write down the things that steal your joy. said if I preach this word the Lord said if I speak this word he will come and when he comes he will break the yoke of slavery he will he will take off the burden off your shoulders there's one more step you shall decide and decree a thing and it shall be established for you and the light of God's glory shall shine upon your way I want you to get up I want you to go to someone male with male, females with females and I want you to make known what you have written and go to someone you do not know to make it easier is that okay? And, and we're doing this why as a step of faith to appropriate this word to say Lord I do not want to leave the, this place with, with, with not voicing what you have convicted me in my heart with so if you are ready men with men, ladies with ladies I want you to get up and to share what you have written and then we're going to close in prayer it may be tough pick someone you don't know let's trust the Lord And let's just end by giving God glory. Let's just pray. So Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, for the message, Lord, that you have given us, Lord, to walk out. Lord, and your word says that your words are not burdensome, but they are easy and they are light. So we thank you for your yoke upon us, Lord. It is easy and it is light. I bless you as you go out and take out the little things that causes the odor to be foul. I bless you to manifest the presence of the Holy Spirit wherever you go. I bless you to walk upright. I bless you to walk in truth. I bless you with God's favor upon your life that your path will drip with fatness. I bless you with the goodness of the Lord. Bless you as you go out this day and as you fellowship with one another. Bless you as you wake up tomorrow morning and you have fellowship with the Father and it's all new. I bless you with that. Let's give the Lord a great hand.
Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Remember to visit our website at www.revivalministry.co.za where you can sign up to receive more of these powerful messages.